Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Michelle and I woke up early on Saturday morning today to deliver you a brand new episode. We're going to talk about games one and two of the LA series, breaking the series in half because it's a four-game series. Uh, Michelle, how's it going? It is going very well. Uh, Rob, I will warn you. And listeners, I will warn you, I feel a sneeze coming on. So if at any point you hear it, just know that um, it's just me being very excited about this podcast. I think everybody listening is probably excited about the chance to hear one of your, one of your sneezes again. Yeah, I know that it's ha- it happened before. But, you know, I figure I'd give it like it, it would make a return appearance. But anyways, enough about those sneezes. What about these games? What about our sponsor, Ram Shirts? Oh, Ram it's, Shirts. It's the company that brought you Crush City Tees. I have, I think I have four Crush City Tees. And they offer custom printed and embroidered apparel, direct to garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. You can follow them on Twitter, at Ram Shirts. So visit RamShirts.com. For all your custom apparel needs and another giveaway. Win a shirt. Win a shirt for dad. It's going to run from May 1st to, I guess, a week before Father's Day. So your dad can get a shirt. And this time, instead of let's go, it's dad. But it doesn't start until May 1st. And I don't even know what day it is now. It's late in April, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's... um... Like the 24th or something around there? Yeah, it's the 24th, I think. All right, so looking at these games, if you gave both of these games a, a, a title, I would say game one was the YouTube game, and game two was the 10-inning crazy game. That's the best I could come up with. They were both pretty exciting, I think. They really were. And I think I mean, the, fir- the first game was a shutout because I'm going to choose to ignore those two runs. And I put runs in air quotes. You know, that that was there was uh, a call that went their way in game one and a couple of calls that went our way in game two. And we'll get to that later. But Thursday, the game was on YouTube. Did you get to check it out? What did you what you think about it? Um, I thought that overall it wasn't bad because they had a commentator for, uh, for each team. So like Jeff Baum was ours and he was obviously the star of that broadcast. Um, 
I liked it. I don't like the fact that they um and the live they have a live chat or they had a live chat but they wouldn't let just anyone comment or talk. They would mm-hmm. only let they like they pre-selected the people who got to participate in the live chat, which I thought was really annoying. You know the good thing about it for some people like what's what's super weird about Astros baseball is not the podcast but the team and what's weird about it is we have we have a market we have a team and not everybody can watch them and it used to be worse it used to be worse when they you know you could only see them on like Xfinity or something and it's just really weird that we have a TV deal you know, if you, and if you don't have AT&T or DirecTV, you can't watch them or Fubo or whatever heck that crap is. I mean, like, so everybody got a chance to watch them if they wanted to, if they have Internet and they have YouTube. So that's what I liked about it. Was the broadcast a little boring? Yes. Did I did I enjoy listening to Todd Callis and Julia Morales on game two? Yes, I enjoyed that a lot better. But I thought it was cool. And I thought it was cool that. We're featured on a YouTube national game. I don't know how many people watched it, but it was cool that we won after losing like 100 games in a row. Yeah, it felt like 100 games in a row. Jeez. So Christian Javier was the starting pitcher of Thursday. He got sent to the alternate site. Like we had said, he might be our most... You know, the strongest pitcher we had, not like strength-wise, but as far as pitching well, him and uh, Grinky. But, you know, they brought him back. And let's get into the game. Bottom of the second, Miles Straw, who is the leader for the Astros in slander with an RBI triple. That was pretty amazing. Whoa. Diaz scored 1-0. to zero. Straw scored on a fielder's choice by Correa. And Yuli walked with the bases loaded. The Astros were up three to zero after two innings, and it could have been worse because they had the bases loaded. But first of all, well, let's. I'll bring this question up later. I want to ask you, what do you think about Correa in the leadoff spot? I mean, he did good the first game. The second game wasn't as much, but you know, it's it's better than having Straw up there, right? Like you you put your best hitters up there, even if they're not. Like, George Springer wasn't a traditional one-hole guy. But you want – someone pointed this out the other day. Like, wouldn't you want Michael Brantley to have more at-bats than Miles Straw? Like, no matter what. Yeah. Because uh, Michael Brantley is the most uh, consistent hitter in the game. I think – I think he's also highly underrated. Um, I cannot say enough good things about Michael Brantley. Is one of the best left-handers. Well, I would say the best, one of the best hitters in the game, but definitely one of the like the top left-hander. And um, I don't think that I would want Michael Brantley like batting like the first person. Uh, I don't think I would want him batting leadoff, but I would want him uh, like in like the two-hole. So in case there is somebody on base, he can advance them or drive them home or. You know. So another observation about Carlos Correa is I thought he just wore the long pants because it was cold in Colorado, but he brought him back home. What do you think about Correa's long pants? He looks weird, right? 
I think he looks weird, but you know what? To each their own. If uh... he looks like Walker Bueller. Oh my God, Walker Bueller with the nut huggers. Oh my God, yeah, his pants are ridiculously like four. <laughs> it looks like they were because I remember like in the postseason last year, I was like, uh, I was like, dang, the topic of conversation was Walker Bueller's pants whenever he would start, regardless of how good he pitched. Yeah. <laughs> So Correa had an RBI single in the bottom of the third. We were up four to zero. Bregman, a two-run single, brought in Correa and Brantley. We've lost, I don't know, was it nine games in a row? And now we're sitting at six to zero. Christian Javier's dealing. Uh, Tucker scored in the fourth. We're up seven to zero. Bregman, RBI single in the fifth. How amazing did it feel to be up eight to zero? After losing all those games, it felt good. Yeah, it felt really good, especially because, I mean, the Angels aren't any, like, they're not a team to, you know, look down upon. They're, they have a decent offense, and their pitching is okay. Um, so I was a tiny bit nervous because, I mean, we just lost to the Rockies, who are far worse. Oh, yeah. I'm thoroughly pleased. Um, I think the roof has been closed for the past two games, which I think it should stay closed. I have no idea why they would open it. Um, I think that they play better with the roof closed. They do play better with it closed. With that being said, when I go on Sunday, if they want to open it, open it. Because it's so nice to at least catch a game with the roof open early in the season. Sure. Um, but the top of the sixth inning was the two-run homer off of Brayu. Uh, fake. It was fake. It's not real. That, that you said wasn't good. And, uh, no. we... and Pulhos admitted after the game it wasn't. He was like, I'm really surprised that the call went the way it did. I didn't know that. We, you know, after that, we had Rayleigh, Joe Smith, and Presley like combined for however many innings. Uh, I think it was a little under three innings. No runs. That's good. Offensively, your stars were Bregman. He went three for four. Bregman's been hot. Uh, three for four with three RBIs. Correa, two for five with two RBIs in the leadoff role. He scored three runs. And that's what happens when you lead off. You get more at-bats, more chances to score runs. Diaz, two for four. Brantley, two for five. Jose Altuve is back. He's back with the team. I don't know if he's totally on. And, but he, I, I think he'll be back either today or tomorrow. And I'm hoping at least tomorrow when I'm at the game. I think he'll probably be back tomorrow. Because I know that he was taking BP yesterday. And so I think that they'll probably let him, uh, I, I don't know. He'll probably be back tomorrow. Um, he might be back today. But, um I wouldn't be mad at either scenario. Um, I want to talk about Diaz for like five seconds. I also think he's highly underrated as well. He's been, um, I mean, granted, everyone's offense production this early in the season is going to be a slight, like a tiny bit inconsistent. But since Aledmus Diaz has been on this team, he has been like a pretty good contributor as far as defensively. And he's been a pretty good producer as, uh, as, um, in terms of offense. Oh, yeah. He's very, 
very important and especially now with uh with all the COVID people out and then uh you know filling in for Altuve at second right now and and that's a lot of people's thoughts you know when they're talking about you know options to get rid of Miles Straw who actually who actually had a decent first couple of games here yes and I the thing is you're not going to hear me slander this guy because number one, he doesn't just like he's, I know that he's been with the team for a second, but he's also still uh, a young guy and he's still, I mean, he hasn't been on the major league roster like fully every day. I think this is his first, is this his first full uh, season or like? Yeah. I mean, he was here last year, but all he did was, was pinch run. Right. And so, I like people need to think about like take that into consideration before they slander him. This is his first season playing full time and he's gonna there is a growing period, there is an adjustment period, and I think that he just needs um <clears throat> a little more time. Uh, well, of, of course they're gonna slander him. Everybody expects him to be George Springer. And he's not. No. He is, he's a good player though. He has like everybody struggles. But he is a good player. You'll hear me defend him. You won't really hear me slander him or really anybody on the team. Yeah, I mean, like, how much slander is Martin Maldonado getting? He's not getting any at all. And he even got extended. He got an extension to his contract. And that guy can't hit at all. Well, I saw, like, a tiny bit of uh, Maldonado slander. But it was mostly the fact that he wasn't really matching his offensive production he had last year but I also think again it's if you look back at every season especially the ones where we've gone to like the World Series they've always had kind of like a sputtering offense in the month of April they just the game is just uh we're not even through the first month of the season so I think that everyone just needs to chill out a little stop putting disrespect on our guys names and you know, just let baseball happen. I I don't slander Maldonado, no matter how bad he's doing, because I love the guy. And I think he's awesome. I think he's cool. And he's earned the respect of the fans. That's why he's not getting slander. Yeah. But let's, let's, let's move on to, to last night's game. Last night's game was pretty crazy. Oh, my gosh. Zach Greinke. Let me just tell you this. This is this is what I, this is why I said it was the crazy game. I had tweeted sometime last night that the Angels, and I don't know what it ended up being, but they had a hit every eight pitches. That's how that's how many hits they were getting. But I wrote these notes down, like top of the first. Grinky escaped because of the batter's interference. They were crying about that. Top of the second, there's runners on second and third with one out. They got out of that. Top of the third, they got a double play to get out of trouble. Top of the seventh, there was a double play to get out of trouble. So it could have been worse. I mean, we could have been getting, we could have, we wouldn't have been able to get back into this game. It was, it was just Grinky magic. That would have been a better name for it. It was just, it was just crazy how we were escaping runs. It was, yeah. it was nuts. We had zero offense at all, and we were in the game. It was nuts. Yeah, um, I can't remember who said it, but uh, 
I think it was Dusty Baker that said Grinky was Houdini tonight. There you go. Magic, Grinky magic. So the top of the fifth, going at the scoring, Otani had an RBI double, and then Walsh had an RBI single. So they finally scored in the top of the fifth. And then I think Grinky may have been done in the seventh. Yeah. And Yuli Gurriel came out and hit a two-run homer and saved him from getting a loss. And that, let me tell you this. I, I don't know why when I get excited, I do like Mexican screaming. But it, it, <laughs> I mean, I can't, I mean, it was like, like I was at a fiesta, like it was Cinco de Mayo. Like, I don't know where it came from, but it was so exciting. That was almost the most exciting play of the year when he hit that home run. It was just amazing. It was awesome. Oh, thrilling. I like jumped off my couch and I like, I was like, like I, I, I full on shouted, and then I think I s- s- shouted some uh, curse words at the Angels and at Joe Madden because he was being a little baby last night, trying to challenge every play. God. Yeah, like the whole game, the whole game, the Astros are escaping huge trouble, and they're doing nothing, absolutely nothing, and they're only down two to zero, and then we tie it up. And you're like, how are we going to win this game, dude? We should have lost this game easily. And then we go to the 10th inning with the Ghost Runner, and they Ooh. score they score easily. So uh, let me tell you this. I get up in the 10th inning to go get a soda. I was going to go to bed <laughs> after the game. I saw the tweet. <laughs> I was going to get up to get a soda. And before I could finish pouring it, they scored a run. So I went to the cabinet, grabbed the crown, and poured it in there because I figured <laughs> I'm going to need it. And then Pujols gets another RBI single, and it's 4-2. to two. And I'm like, man, we, I wish we had just lost 10-0 to zero, instead of, like, teasing me like this. Yeah, it was real. It was heartbreak city for a second. It was. I mean, that, that is so tough to think the entire game that you're going to lose, and then you steal victory from the grasps of defeat just to have it snatched back away. I mean, it was so hard. I was like, I need a drink. Yeah, I definitely needed to do some like breathing exercises, my anxiety. I could feel it creeping up there. I was like, oh, dang it. Really, guys? Come on. So, Miles Straw, I, uh, Tucker was at second. I really don't know play-by-play play if Shaw let off. I don't think he did. He might have. Uh, but he got an RBI single. He brought in Tucker. And that play was challenged. I think Straw's, uh, they, they called him safe on the RBI single, and they challenged it, like you said. Uh, Castro had a double, and that was also reviewed. And Blummer was like, how, how many challenges do they have? And Todd Callis was pretty confident. Oh, they have two. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I was like, that's what I was thinking, too. How many How many plays can they challenge? Wait, didn't they challenge earlier in the game, too, the base? Well, it was... resets when you hit extra innings, that you oh. get two in extra innings, apparently. Ugh. Okay. Well. So Correa comes up and has a sack fly, and now we're tied. And who did Robel Garcia pinch hit for? Oh, I don't know. I think he pinched it for Michael Brantley. 
Oh, I know what happened. McCormick. Yeah, ran. McCormick I think McCormick ran him. for Brantley. Yeah, he picked him for Brantley. Yeah, there we go. So Garcia came in. Amazing, exciting walk-off single. Castro scored five to four. So so we go to I know Correa had a sack fly, but you go to the bottom of the tenth. Miles Straw, Jason Castro, Robert Garcia. Who saw that coming? Nobody. I didn't see Robel Garcia hitting the single, and uh, I don't want anybody to take this as slander against him, but I mean, still really haven't seen, I haven't really seen a ton of him, and there's been a few times where you would hope that he had, he would have produced offensively, and he struck out, so that um, made me very nervous. I was really, I was fully prepared to, like, either go into extra innings again, Mm -hmm. or just, like, lose the game but but much to my dismay and like I was pleasantly surprised he drove in the run he drove in uh Jason Castro Castro the Astro Castro had that ground rule double I mean if it would have stayed in the park straw would have scored and that would have tied things up but uh Correa brought him in from third it was awesome what a game. That was, that was an amazing game. And after uh, losing nine, I, I don't even know. How, how come we don't know this? I think it was nine. They were, they were six and one. And now they're like seven and ten. I think they did. Or they're seven and nine. Oh, I got it right here. The Astros are nine and ten. So, yeah, they were six and one. They lost nine games in a row. And now we've won two in a row. We're trucking was, along. It wasn't nine games in a row because we managed to win one of them in Seattle. Oh, okay. So we've lost a lot of games recently. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um, I'm just excited that uh, we're ahead of the Rangers in the division, and the Rangers are in last place where they belong. Yes. So Grinky goes seven innings. He allowed ten hits. Not good for your whip. Two runs, six strikeouts. Stanek, an inning and no run. Stanek has allowed two hits, I believe, all season, and they were home runs. Ryan Presley, two innings, three hits, two runs, but none of them were earned. A walk and three strikeouts. He picks up his second win of the year. Yuli Gurriel, two for four with a two-run double, and Robel Garcia with that walk-off single. After the game... We have Oakland leading the division at 13-7. and seven. They have won 12 games in a row after we demolished them in the four-game series. Seattle's 12-8. and eight. They're supposed to be down there at the bottom with us in Texas. The Angels are now 9-9. Nine and nine. The Astros 9-10. and 10. Uh, Texas 9-11. and 11. Boston's winning the East at 13-8. and eight. The Yankees are 8-11. and 11. And Kansas City is 11-7. It's pretty weird. Today's game is Canning, who's one and one with a five six eight ERA against Jake Odorizzi, who is zero and two with a ten point five seven ERA. What do you think our chances are of getting at getting to ten and ten with Jake Odorizzi? I, I think they're decent because, I mean, his first start it was uber, it was not great. Uh, his second start was better. 
I think that third time's a charm. I feel like he's going to look really sharp, and I think that confidence and morale is up in the clubhouse, <clears throat> especially because Altuve is headed back. You know, they're coming off two wins. What a victory last night. And so I think that Odorizzi is going to, I think that he wants to keep the streak going. So I'm going to put out some good faith, some good vibes out there for him. And I bet he has a really good start. I think it's cool that the game is at three. That way I don't have to stay up so late because I got to get up at seven in the morning to drive to Houston to watch the game at 110, which will be started by Lance McCullers Jr., I don't know if I've I, I'm sure I've seen everybody pitch, but they'll be facing Dylan Bundy. But you you you're talking about Odorizzi earlier. His first start was against Detroit. He went three and a third inning, gave up seven hits and five runs. And then he pitched against Seattle. He pitched four and a third inning, three hits, four runs. So you're right. He went one more inning, four less hits and one less run. So hopefully we get a great outing by him. Are you confident? See, if we win at least one of these, and I, and and if, you know, being a selfish person, I would say let's win Sunday if we're only going to win one. But I don't know. I think I think the guys, are they're going to be feeling confident. I mean, you just win that game. You win the first game. You got to be feeling good. I mean, I, I think the, the momentum's on their side, especially it, it all depends on Odorizzi. If he can't pitch five innings, then we're in trouble. Hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, that you, I want him to have a long outing and I want him to have a good outing. Because I think that we need to give our bullpen a little bit of a rest. You know, speaking of the bullpen, my buddy, I'm going to call him my buddy because we talked. Uh, Ooh, we, uh, that is right. Kent Emanuel was in the bullpen last night. So let me tell you, Wednesday. That felt I, so good. Wednesday, I text him, and I said, "Hey, are you are you is Houston calling you up when your suspension's over? Because it's all over Twitter." And he said, "I haven't heard anything." And so yesterday, he texted me and he said, "Hey, I guess you gave me good luck." I mean, I don't know what I had to do with it, but but yeah, he got called up, and he's wearing number zero, and he said it represents the number of games he should have been suspended because he said. The suspension was BS. But I was so excited for him to come in the game, but I guess when the Astros scored two runs, that kind of changed the plans. Well, I just hope we see him out there. He was uh, he had a, a really good spring training. Um, I'm with him. I don't think he should have been suspended any games, but that's neither here nor there. Um I was try- I was going to try to get him on the show. That's what I told him. I was like, you're supposed to come on the show before you get called up. I said, now you're big time. Now you're not going to want to come. But Taylor Jones did. Taylor so maybe- Jones, what a guy. He's so nice. Isn't he? Isn't he awesome? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, you guys that are listening to this, uh, tomorrow is Sunday. And if you aren't aware, like last week I did the Astros baseball Sunday morning. It's it's just the Sunday Stroh show. I kind of sprung it on you guys. And I just moved it over here so I don't have to have two shows. And this week, the guest is Astros train guy, Bobby Dynamite. That should be Bobby pretty exciting. Bobby Dynamite. He's the best. 
And just a disclaimer, we're going to record tonight. Don't tell <gasps> anybody. We're going to pretend like it's Sunday morning. But we, and then Sunday evening, Michelle will be back to cover games three and four while I'm on the road coming back home. Will she yes. invite a special guest to join her? Who knows? You're going to have to tune in on Sunday. Keep y'all in suspense. That's right. And then Monday through Thursday, we got the Seattle series. And I don't know how they're good, but here's a chance. Here's a chance for the Astros. They're playing the Angels. They're playing Seattle. Get back into the groove. Climb back up in the standings against your, your division rivals. Let's do this. Oh, did I say Chris Navier was a YouTube player of the game? I don't know if I said that, but did oh, you see, yeah. the, did you see so the picture of him? <laughs> when he was on camera accepting this, like, YouTube player award, his eyes were, like, he looked really kind of, I don't know if he was nervous or he was just, like, what is happening? I, I think it's awesome that, you know, the Astros are so hated and then they're on some kind of national thing. And then they win the game, and one of their guys gets player of the game. So he has a YouTube player of the game to put next to, I guess he didn't win any trophy, but he got third place in Rookie of the Year or something. Yeah. Uh, but that's pretty awesome. But anyway, like on Sunday, I, I wrote a little note, but coming up, you know, I got a guest every month through May. I just got our, our sponsor, Ram Shirts. He's going to come on, too. Uh, see what he's got as far as Mike talk. And then uh, I think next week is Matt Thomas. I had Matt Thomas on the show. I, I didn't, this is nuts. I had Matt Thomas on the show when I did the American League Championship Series last year. Uh-huh. By far the most listened to episode the entire year. And I said, dude, you have a very strong fan base or something. It's either that or it's because we won. I don't know. But but I'm pretty excited to have him on. I got David Tuttle coming at the end of the month, the end of May. Amazing. Um, and that's it. We'll get some more. Like April and May are booked. We'll get some June guys. Uh, I talked to your girl last night, the one that does the uh, uh, that podcast, Breaking Balls. Yeah, Emily. Yeah, so I, we talked last night, and I think, <clears throat> excuse me, let me tell you this. Okay, I, I talked to her, I think she's going to come on here, and we're going to preview the Astros Yankee series coming up pretty soon. And uh, I don't know if you noticed me when I, when I, when I, uh, you were talking about sneezing earlier, remember? Yeah. Did you see that I paused my microphone? I did slightly. Yeah, I noticed that. Did you sneeze? Loudest sneeze ever. I'm Why so glad this they have a uh, a mute button on this. Why did you deny the people a chance to hear you sneeze, Rob? I feel like they've been, dare you say it, robbed of the chance. I'm sorry, your I'll see myself your, out. Your sneeze was, my, <laughs> mine, oh, they didn't want to hear mine. But when I sneeze, people are like, you know, did you sneeze or are you uh, coughing? I, I can't remember. What else? What other bodily function is there? We're getting way off topic. But anyway. I always want to use your word. I digress. So we got Odorizzi. 
Odor Izzy today, Lance McCullers Jr. I, I have great memories of Lance McCullers. I remember when he got called up the first time, and he was just a young whippersnapper signing autographs for everybody in line. Love it. Love the choice of word. And that's an old people word. And, uh, you know, he signed a ticket for us, and I got a picture of him and my wife. So it's pretty awesome. And I'll never forget that. He'll always be linked with me. Not that we had a connection, but I'll always think about it. Oh, yeah. That he he was nice. He's nice. That's a very nice guy. And he's got the best hair. Like, he's got such good hair. I mean, gosh. That was a fair foul question. And I, I liked his hair better the other way. I don't like the long hair. I don't know why people want that. Am I well, jealous? Am I jealous? I don't know. Well, I mean, with the departure of Mariznick and Josh Ruddick, we had to have somebody step up and fill in that uh, luscious locks role. And I think that he's doing the best he can. You know, the Astros are sitting at 9 and 10, and I just had a thought. I don't have any news on it, but can you imagine if Oda Rizzi, you know, because I think Christian Javier is good. And if Oda Rizzi can kind of get things together, Grinky continue doing what he's doing, we can start getting some consistency from McCullers, and then we get Framber Valdez back. Ooh, Altuve right. will be back. The he's guys get their – I think we're going to turn it around. I definitely think we're going to turn it around. And I'm still optimistic about the fact that we may see JB at some point this year. And if that's the case, it's over for everyone. Uh, World Series confirmed. <laughs> I am too. I mean, he's already throwing. And the World Series is like five months away. Well, how is he not going to be back? Yeah, Justin Verlander is Justin Verlander. And if anybody comes back, it would be him. I agree. Well, that's all we got for today, folks. Unless you got anything you want to add, Michelle? Uh, no. I just want to remind them again about Ram shirts. Ram shirts. Win a shirt for Dad coming up in May, May first. Astros Baseball Podcast at gmail.com. Enter the promo code Dad. Too bad we don't have one for Mom. I guess I thought about it too late. Why is Dad so special? You know why? Why does everybody make it to a major league? You know, they do, I don't know if they do that anymore. But in the old days, they would show guys on TV, like uh, football games, and they would always wave, hi, mom. Everybody would always say, hi, mom. And dad's the one that trained them how to play. But anyway, off topic again. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And make sure to go to ramshirts.com. Uh, they have a couple of new shirts. Check them out. If you enter promo code, you will get free shipping. That is awesome. And go to Dugout Mugs. They got the sugar skull cap thing going on. And I don't know if you guys took advantage of the 40% off they had the other day, but I actually got my refund for the Atlanta Braves Dugout Mug I ordered, if you remember me saying that. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right, guys. We will see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.